0: Welcome to the next in a series of Intertrade Ireland's All-Island Innovation Programme podcasts. DCU is the setting for this podcast and I'm attending a lecture by Peter Robbins. Peter Robbins is speaking about applying design thinking and we joined him on-site at one of his master classes with a group of SMEs.
1: In terms of developing new products, what sort of things are you using? Now, a lot of people are saying conventional R&D but design thinking is right up there with open innovation. It's now used by 60% of the Fortune 500 firms to accelerate innovation and Irish firms are catching up. There's no doubt about it. A lot of Irish firms are using design thinking.
0: What actually is design thinking?
1: Design thinking has three components. So I'm seeing this as a pyramid, with the top being the mindset. The middle being some rules that it's very focused on users. And then the bottom of the pyramid are a set of tools. And those tools take people from the pulse of an idea right through to the launch or introduction of an idea. Design thinking is a way of facilitating creativity in business. When you think of most businesses, they like certainty. They don't like options, they like decisions. Creativity is more about generating options than about taking decisions. So design thinking is an end-to-end framework that helps engineer creativity and stuff, and delivers the output of action.
0: And how will um, design thinking actually benefit SMEs?
1: All the SMEs in, um, in Ireland have been hard-pressed through the recession for the last 10 years. They've had to cut costs and slim. In the meantime, as they're focusing on shrinkage and the elimination of cost, uh, the competition has intensified. And they don't have any resilience now to take on that competition. They don't have any slack resources. Design thinking will help them scan the horizon for better opportunities and will help them seize those opportunities. I think it's very important to, to classify innovation into two types. Above the line, which is having new products and services and experiences to sell, and below the line, which is doing things more efficiently and effectively, which shrinks your costs and improves your bottom line. SMEs in Ireland have been focused entirely on the bottom, below-the-line innovation, lean operational excellence. Now it's time to take their foot off the brakes and hit the accelerator with new product services experiences and try to grow the top line. So design thinking is a fabulous process. There's a, there's a tool book, there's a methodology. Um, it's not sort of navel-gazing or blue-sky thinking. It's a very clear end-to-end process or framework. of all firms in Ireland are SMEs, and 92% of them are 10 people or less. So they're the most dynamic, vibrant part of the economy. They're only responsible for just about 69% of the turnover, but we have only something like 6% of SMEs exporting beyond the UK, so this is a big issue.
0: You said in your lecture today that more often than not, innovation fails. Why is that? And then why does design thinking work?
1: Every innovation is a gamble. It's a speculative thing. I think um, the great scholar C.K. Prahalad made the point that if you could measure all the variables that went into an innovation and map it back to the innovation itself in a linear, logical way, then actually that process is not innovation. That's just project management. The only things you'll get certainty out of are mechanistic things, not things that are projected into the future. Innovation is, is a very human thing. It's taking a punt on something. What design thinking does is de-risks it all the way along the way from some disruptive notion about how the market could be disrupted, which is invariably built on assumptions. And design thinking de-risks those assumptions by testing them and prototyping the whole all the way along the way.
0: How should SMEs then get started in implementing design thinking?
1: We've been doing some research about that. It very often happens that an SME has hires somebody who's done it in another company, they hire somebody from a larger company. I mean, there are very simple ways to get, um, there's a wonderful book called Designing for Growth by a lady called Jean Liedka. It's a very good exposition of uh, simple tools of design thinking. So people could experiment with that. It could be self-taught. In fact, a lot of the design thinking is self-taught. They could, of course, hire a high-powered, very able expert like myself to come in and kick-start the thing. And more and more, the local enterprise offices and Enterprise Ireland and Intertrade Ireland and Invest NI are offering design thinking stuff. So it is quite accessible for businesses. I think what they need to do is say, 2020 is going to be our year for innovation maybe. And let's say we'll designate a day in Q1 and marshal a lot of resources around that and kick something off. We've asked SMEs, how seriously do you take innovation? Is it a serious, how serious a priority is it for the business? And happily for 80% of firms, it's a high priority. So that's very positive. I think that's something that has grown over time. Then we were asking them, if it's a high priority, do you actually have an innovation process? Because innovation projects are complex, increasingly they need external partners, so you do need to have a process or a plan to at least to manage the project and then to maximise the return on investment at the end.
0: The very name, design thinking, yeah. the perception is it's really for creative businesses, it's really not for your generic businesses out there. What would you say to our listeners?
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Thinking like a designer, it's a thing that puts people off. But as an academic and researcher, I was trained in design thinking in 2007, and I've been writing a lot about it. And I'm of the view now that design thinking has almost run its course, and we're, enti- it's, we're ready for the next thing. And as an academic, of course, one wants to try and find some sc- uncontested space to do a bit of design thinking on design thinking itself. And interestingly, the area that's coming out with a couple of books written in the States and I've written a couple of articles, is the branch is called art thinking. Now, I think that's even worse. So I would acknowledge that we have a branding problem. Design thinking isn't great. Art thinking is much worse. So I'm not too sure.
0: So how would you engage an SME to actually embrace design thinking?
1: It has to start from the top. Founder, the CEO, the exec team, whoever's at the top they have to sort of make a commitment to say, you know what, we, we want to double our business in five years or we want to get 30% growth. It, it has to start with some target because if it doesn't, it's a non-binding commitment that people, and one of the things we find all the time with SMEs is they can come in, it sort of ratchets up and down depending on mood swings. So one day everything's about innovation and the staff then are all invested in this and then they come in we you know, talking about innovation and the next day the CEO is not interested in innovation. But I think the, the start point has to be something tangible. An innovation day, an innovation event, where the leadership team or person designs it. What's the outcome they want? They want the whole team, the whole company focusing on growth or driving the business to a higher level. And I think they've got to be able to say, like any kind of leadership, this is where we are now there's a higher, better place we want to take this business and we want you guys on the journey. And it's going to be tough, but when we get there, it's going to be great.
0: And when businesses, you know, a lot of them are very small, they're all doing maybe multitasking. Yeah. How do they then try and take time out from, you know, trying to grow the business to do design thinking?
1: It's a question of commitment and seriousness. Um, it's like, I suppose, any, any of us that make a commitment to get fit, give up smoking, or something like that. There are always a million reasons why this isn't the right time. Watching an episode of The Apprentice shows how people can be busy, constantly busy, and positioning themselves as busy. And nothing positive ever happens. I think it's about determination and a commitment. And you owe it to your business to do the best you can, to see it grow to its richest potential.
0: Finally, Peter, for the SMEs, what do you think is the most important takeaways for them?
1: I think if they can really understand their customers and the pain points of their customers, um, then there are huge opportunities, there huge areas of opportunities. What you really want to do is position yourself in an area of less contested space. Design thinking helps people find other axes. Now sometimes they're not there or they're less viable than people hope, but I think when you can find something that hits the sweet spot between being desirable, i.e. the customer's heart beats a little faster when they see it, viable that you can make a business plan out of it and feasible that maybe technology and or whatever it is has evolved to make it possible those three things viability feasibility and desirability right in the heart is the sweet spot of success
0: if you are a small or medium-sized enterprise from anywhere on the island of ireland who wants to begin the innovation process Check out Intertrade Ireland's Challenge programme on intertradeireland.com which helps SMEs embed an innovation in their business. And you can listen to the full Masterclass recording on the Intertrade Ireland SoundCloud if you want to learn more.